Now then, Lids, if you'd like to support the podcast, please visit patreon.com slash haveawordpod and sign up. Everyone that signs up on Patreon will get discounts for merch, discounts for live shows, also early availability on content and tickets. And this is the big one. You will get the Wednesday afternoon Patreon-exclusive episode. So Monday's episode is for everybody. Fridays, that's for every motherfucker's will. But Wednesday's episode is only on Patreon. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. Today's podcast is sponsored by Prism Clothing. Prism is a men's streetwear brand based in the greatest city in the world, Liverpool. Every month they drop a new collection of custom-made hats and hoodies with t-shirts coming very soon. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook under Prism Clo. So Instagram is at P-R-Y-Z-M-C-L-O and Facebook is P-R-Y-Z-M space C-L-O. You can also place all orders at prismclo.com. They've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer of 15% off on all orders using the code HAVE15. That's H-A-V-1-5, and you use that code at the checkout. So go to prismclo.com now and treat yourself. Go on, lockdown shit, cheer yourself up. You deserve it. Now, I'm getting the word not. Oh, Jesus. Who the fuck is that guy? Denise! Don't chat to me! I can see fumes coming off your pom pom look like petrol station. Shut up! Disgusting! Follow us on social media at HaverWordPod. And don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash HaverWordPod. They go by Alan and Dave, Aaron and Dean, Grandad and the Yeti, or even Chanel and Denise. But what's for sure is they are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Hava Wad. Strong start. Strong start. Adam, I tell you this, mate. I know the listeners can't hear, can't see this, but fuck me. I feel more bald right now than I've felt for a while, and you look fucking hairier than I've ever seen you looking. Because basically, what you can't, you don't know, is we're not doing the, uh, we're not doing the video today. We're not even trying. There's loads going on tech-wise. It's a ball like. Well, that's fine. It means we can just press record without having to worry about what we look like. So I've just gone, do you know what? I'm not sticking a fucking hat on. And I'm wearing my driving glasses. So I look f- fully 15 years older and about 40, 50% more paedophilic. Adam looks at least 80% more Yeti. <laughs> it's bit mate he is you're bare hairy you know you're trying to lose weight i think even if you had a haircut that'd be about a stone and a half because you look oh, like you're you... carrying fucking i'm gonna be going around to some fucking kids house later to tell him he's a wizard kid i'm a victim um <laughs> i feel spiky man i feel i've just had to have a little quiet word outside with my I just had to calm down it's getting fucking right. I, it's pretty much just 
a combination of things. Just had too much caffeine this morning. Then I've been trying to do some jobs. And then, obviously, with the podcast, you as soon as we're recording, it's just a fucking laugh. We're just talking shit. Yeah. But the prep, you're like, fuck, I want to get this right. I want to get that right. And then I've got my daughter like, and I love it a bit. But she's a little ball bag. And she's learned that if she says sorry, then in her head, she's like, you about to said sorry. So she, it's actually more annoying than when she was just being a dick. You know, like she, she pushed something. She wants as long as she just says sorry. And then it, it pisses me off. It's the way she, she like furrows a brow and she's like, daddy, I said sorry. <laughs> well, why are you angry? I said sorry. So uh, I think what you mean to say now, judge daddy, is time saved. Fine. <laughs> Don't what, watch the little ball of cornflakes. Etta, 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 watch the little ball of cornflakes. Darling, they're at the edge of your table. Don't knock them over. Don't knock it. You fucking knocked them over. You've knocked them over. What did I say? And then she's like, sorry, sorry, daddy. Sorry, daddy. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't. I've, I've literally five warnings up until the point. And then she's like, oh, mommy, daddy shouted and I said sorry. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I'm on Essa's side because I still behave like that with Jade. <laughs> so I said sorry. P.S. A sorry from certain people counts for shit. An apology <laughs> from a toddler, a psychopath, a murderer. It's not a, like an apology only counts like a, a proud man <laughs> like a, someone who is usually like emotionally unavailable and and cool and blocked out if they go do you know what i can't believe what i was like as a as a father when you were growing up and i'm so sorry you'd be like wow that's a big sorry from a toddler they're like mate does that get me sweeties i'll say fucking sorry 97 <laughs> times i'll say it in different voices sorry 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 fucking mate See, i very very rarely think i'm in the wrong so I only say sorry when I want Jade to stop talking for a bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? When she's just like walking at you, drilling you. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? I'm like, babe, I swear to God, I'm so sorry. Because I know if I say that, like in a day or two, I'm not going to care about this argument. So I'm like, look, I think I'm right. But let's just pretend I don't. Say I'm sorry, and then this problem will go away. I'm such a, I'm I'm such a person for fixing an immediate problem and not realizing that she's banking this long term for the fucking criminal case against me. And in oh, two yeah. years, she'll go. Well, actually, two years ago, you said sorry for this, and if you were sorry for this, you wouldn't have done that yesterday. Oh my! But yeah. I mean, and that and to say women do this and men do this. I mean, there are some snivelly little fucking emotionally manipulative sods out there. But women, not all women, but some women are like literally a like high level prosecutors, like QCs for just being like, arguing oh, th like they let you let you go down the lane and then fuck you right there, like with all your own words, like, oh, okay, just to check, is that what you said? No, is that what you said? Is that what you think? Well, let me, and I've printed it out. I've printed out the phone <laughs> conversations. Let me just talk you through. Yes, it's from November 2017. Brutal. Arguing with Jade is like arguing with a crown prosecutor who is also the judge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Every time she says something and I'm like, hang on a minute, objection. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> Overall, dickhead, sit the fuck back down. <laughs> this is why it's admissible. Adam, Adam arguing with his missus is like a black man trying to represent himself in Alabama in 1962. <laughs> 
Uh, listen, you might be articulate and you might think you've got right on your side, but you are not in a good position here, Adam, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Should have taken counsel, motherfucker. Oh, God. I'll tell you what, Laura. And there's another reason I'm fucking jazzed. Came in the studio about an hour or so ago. I've, I, it was like, it was like, you know, when you, if we were in prison, I'd be like, the gauntlet's been thrown down. Someone wants to fight me. She just, I walked in the studio, a yard into, this is my room as well. I paid, I paid for this fucking house. This is my one. We've talked about it before. The artwork, the studio. Also, my studio now is in such a good state. I've really, in the last three or four days, I've got it exactly where I want it. After so much movement and anything, I'm very proud of it and it's clean. Her knickers just on the floor. Gusset, gusset up. And, and then any discharge? Oh, oh God, Adam. Order! Yes, Order! <laughs> Order! Adam, was there any discharge? God, I hope she misses this episode. A, a, a yard in a fucking a yard a yard I've watched too much American football Laura if you're gonna be leaving your knickers everywhere Gail clean your minge fucking <laughs> scruffy bitch and then a meter in front of it on my purple rug her not purple rug she's trimmed her pubs in my studio what <laughs> what Adam. Oh, this is a fucking long-standing argument between me and Jade on a very similar Pubs. thing. I'll tell you about... Pubs? In my studio? Dan, do you know if I shave my beard? Right. Now, I don't know how long the longest you've ever let your beard grow to. But look at this now. Right, This is about a third of the way to where it got last time before I trimmed it off. Yeah. Right? Got a bit manic. Yeah. If you shave a beard like this in your bathroom... Yeah. Right? White porcelain. Yeah. So you initially have to use an electric razor to get it down to a, a decent level that you want it, and then you oh, yeah. use a bick to sort of trim the edges off and make it all, make you look like a Turkish hairdresser. You know what I mean? You you, tr you, tr you trim it together with your, your proper bicks, right? When you do that... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it... <laughs> Sorry, and it's so annoying to be interrupted. I'm only laughing because as soon as you said Turkish, I was surprised there was any other words after that. Because it makes you <laughs> Turkish. And then you said hairdresser. I was like, oh shit, I didn't think you were saying hairdresser. You just look fucking dead Turkish. No, but have you not been to like... Have no, you I know, those, like, I know, mate. Barbers and stuff and, and they look like they've done their fucking beard with a fucking trigonometry set. <laughs> Mm, I got so many I got literally mm, the designs I like um, I like uh, thunder so I put it in my beard alright you Persian douchebag Turkish barbers are the only people who know what the triangles are for in a math set that you used to get for school <laughs> Ahmed Ahmed you need to concentrate on trigonometry but why I don't know when I'd use it in real world for being a barber in Merseyside, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Always concentrate, Ahmed. I think that Did stood. I think that stood that. I was as soon as I finished it, I was like, is that I'm doing a little dodgy check. I think that's valid. Carry on. <laughs> you could literally sing the old theme tune to the Imbongo advert, and I wouldn't bat an eyelid on this <laughs> on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
like this podcast contains accents however we deem them fit that's just part of our mo it's never going to change oh. um but yeah if you trim a beard like this in a bathroom with a lot of white porcelain around the hair gets and i mean this literally fucking everywhere everywhere right yeah now when i do that if jade goes in that bathroom and she finds even one fucking stray hair right. on the rim of something. She's like, you haven't fucking cleaned it properly. I'm like, babe, it's nigh on impossible to notice every fucking hair in the fucking bathroom. If there's a few, just either wipe them up or ignore them and I'll find them eventually. But it's a nightmare trying to get every single fucking one when you've got a yeah, beard yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Also, and you're a fucking black hair, dark hair. Yeah. Do you know what she does? Do you know when she shaves her rat? Do you know when she's in the shower? And she shaves her rat. There's a rat in the bathroom. More time you're gonna do. She hangs her razor on the wall of the shower to get the hair off. And then the, me, rat, bitch. the rat hair stays there. Disgusting. Fuck me, Adam. There's minge hair on the wall of my fucking shower right now. There's pubs on the porcelain. <laughs> There's piabs on the puzzle That is a fucking red card offence. <laughs> Mate, that's not even yellow card. That's it. That is a get out of the house. You need 24 hours. You need to... That is... Mate, Laura, and I don't want to... I'm, I'm, I'm getting oh, close to do... Tiles? Scott, Scott Bennett does a bit about how his wife and his wife, Gemma... And my wife have got similar, like, bru- long brunette hair, brown hair. And they're a similar age. And he's like, it's like a fucking, like a Dalmatian is, is like, <laughs> just left. What do they call it when dogs molt? Like a molten yeah. Dalmatian has been washed. And Laura does this when her hair comes out, because she's old. She's getting old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She forgets where her knickers are. She forgets to fucking clean up her pubs. Right, she as the hair's coming out, she's shampooing. She's like, "Oh god!" And she just she sort of like palms it onto the wall of the bathroom. Right, that. Uh-huh. Right, so she's got a fucking thick mane. Like your your beard on my wife's head, that level of thick. And sometimes, if anything comes out, she just there's always like fucking hair of. She's murdered my last Hoover. She had to buy the new Hoover. She paid for the new Hoover because every time it's like, God, the uh, the motor smells like it's burning a little bit. Let me have a look under it. Oh, that's right. Your fucking horrible big thick airs in yeah. it. Right? She leaves it on the wall and that is minging and it's less offensive than pjobs from the razor bashed against Whiteport. That's m- I'm on Jade's side a lot. Not today, sir. <laughs> that's disgusting hair thing with women like and if I like get a shave of like maybe me me nether region in the bath or something she's always like try and wipe the pubes up so that they don't go down the sink we don't want the the plug hole getting blocked I'm like are you fucking messing I pulled a fucking dog out the plug hole last week made of your hair it's fucking enormous yeah behave mate never talk about hair in the plug hole ladies there's not I that is uh, being bored hard work being a fucking shiny pink head bell end is hard work what did Roger Monkhouse say you look like a thumb it's not easy right you look like a thumb yeah you look like a thumb right shout out Roger Monkhouse um, 
But one of the advantages is you always have the shiny moral high ground when it's like, oh, there's hair in there. You're like, not fucking mine though, is it, mate? It's not mine. Anyway, I'm going to have to hoover up jobs post-fucking. Oh, I'm by the way. Oh, oh, I'm fucking picking up so many of your little bits. Oh, Ow. Laura's got rat. The first time she heard it, she was dead against it. She's now using that all the time. You rat. She does it in a Scouse accent as well, which I love. When you said Laura's got rat, because of the context of the conversation we just had, I thought you were saying she had a hairy fanny. <laughs> it's a beefcake. Laura's got fucking rat. Like, uh, anyone who listens to this podcast knows I love my wife. She's as good as it's going to get. If she fucks me off or dies... It's not going to be better. Like, it might be younger and more East European, but it's not going to be... This is me peeking. <laughs> I know. Listen, I know this is as good as it gets, but I would love, for the sake of medical science, to see how hairy she could get. I think she could get... You know, like Adam's talking about, oh, it's fucking hairy. I think she'd look like Adam Rowe with bigger tits. <laughs> can I... Can, can I tell you, Adam... You, I sort of jokingly said on Two Vegan Idiots that we were on last week that you would sort of, you dodged doing the Saturday live stream show at Hot Water. And I was joking like, yeah, yeah, because Adam's clever. But in my head, I was like, love Hot Water. And I know you do too. Like you and Hot Water go hand in hand. They've been absolutely there for every step of your oh, career. Oh. Yeah, there's basically Paul Smith, you, and then everyone else. Um, That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? It's true, isn't it? Because there's some of the old boys that started out with hot water that have not progressed. They've got amazing, as you and Paul have got amazing. Paul's chosen to marry himself to them completely. You've chose to try and push being a national comic, whatever, international comic. Paul's, <laughs> but then there's a, a load of other comics like we've talked about, Danny Mac and Freddie, uh, you know, and then me. I think I'm a little down the list, but me. So they obviously went to Adam, went to Paul, and I think both Paul and Adam quite rightly went, yeah, this live stream from the club gig, I'm into it. I just want to, I'll see how it goes. I'm Good Good luck. Let's see how it goes. So just um, just yeah. before you tell the story, because I, I don't think many of our listeners will have listened to the podcast where we explain what this was. So when we say a live stream from Hot Water, they're literally now bringing comedians down on a Saturday night, aren't they, to perform on their stage with no audience in the room but a few screens on the front row yeah. with like people watching via Zoom yeah. basically three people from the club two owners one tech guy three comedians everyone socially distanced I, mate, I got there it's fascinating and I tell you this before we get to the end of the story it went wrong <laughs> it did go wrong because I know there's people who will be subscribers to the uh, Hot Water subscription service that were watching on Saturday night and were disappointed. And I partly, I got a few tweets about it. So it, it did go wrong. And I'll tell you this, it will go right because the guys that run Hot Water, Paul and Binti, and everyone involved, they may take a little bump in the road, but they will figure it the fuck out. Because in terms of like innovation in the industry, they are head and shoulders above everyone else. But Saturday, yeah. it went weird. But I tell you what, they really were doing social distancing. I got there, and I took the opportunity to drive. Fuck me, that felt good, Adam. I'm telling you right now. 
it didn't work out. Someone went, oh, my mate, I told my mate about it because he was fascinated. My mate Ben, who we talked about before, and he was like, oh, were you annoyed that it went wrong? I was like, mate, I was ecstatic to get in the car and drive to another place. And what was weird is Liverpool was dead. And because you've talked so much about how Liverpool as a city sort of Dis- disfranchised from the government I was like is Liverpool going to have a few people like, fuck me that is a quiet city centre people are taking yeah. this lockdown seriously if Liverpool city centre is doing it and got there and Binti was like I'll tell you why just, just let me buzz. I'll tell you why Liverpool are taking it very seriously and there's there's a few people you know knocking about there's now kids like in the village by mine there's kids knocking around on bikes and right, right, right. I think people are getting a little bit to the end of the tether with their kids and go oh fuck off gone out with your mates but I tell you who the most important people in the world are to Scousers. They're nans. Yeah. Scouse nans are the fucking gods of this city. Yeah. And what we've been told is if you go out and about, you're going to kill your nan. And if you kill someone's nan in Liverpool, you better fucking, you better find a bunker because someone's going to come and stab your head in, kid. Don't kill me fucking Scouse nan. So... I don't know if you've ever seen Scouse Taken. It's probably not available on Netflix, but Scouse Taken is very different. They're like, <laughs> you have my na. <laughs> you have my na. Why is he still not an Irish? I don't know. <laughs> I could try to do Liam. I have a He's very... got my nan. Listen, if you give me a bath without coughing on it, <laughs> I'll leave you alone. I'll leave you alone. It'll end here. No problem. Don't even need to know your name and I'll delete your number. However, kid, if you do not give me my number, I will find you. What we do? I will get on my motorbike. I will wheelie you through your front door and I'll bum your fucking head in, kid. I have a very special set of Werther's originals. No, because Liam Neeson's still in Scouse Taken. He just gets he's his nana. He just gets his. He gets his nan taken. Liam Neeson's. Got, this is a fact. Liam Neeson's nan lives in fucking Norris Green. <laughs> She's a noggy dog. <laughs> I have a very specific set of Werther's originals. Um, but yeah, it was quiet. I got to the club and and Binti was like, "Right, everyone's got their own toilet." <laughs> This that was what was weird about Saturday night. The club was empty. There's a tech guy, Binti and Paul, fucking Danny Mac waddling around, Freddie Quinn not knowing how to whisper, and then fucking Binti going, you've got your own toilet. Now, if you know hot water, you will love hot water, but I tell you this, you never feel like you've got more than eight centimetres personal space. The atmosphere is banging. It's because everyone's jammed in there. In the dressing room, you're jammed in there. The, getting in, if you've got a water pass, you, and then I'm there, COVID-19 rules are like, yeah, you've got your own toilet. It's through there. It's the <laughs> it's the disabled at the side of the bar. I was like, nice one. And then in the end, Danny Mac compared it, and fucking valiantly, by the way, because there was technical issues and then Mick Ferry went on and it was tricky it was like watching your favourite footballer like have a kick around but he's basically wearing stilettos it was like watching like who's your fa-? Like, so oh yeah he's a Premier League footballer Mick Ferry but he's not as good if he's not wearing football boots if he's wearing stilettos it looked like he was trying to run down the wing in a pair of four inches and in the end the tech went wrong and they called it which was kind of a sweet relief 
but I just wanted to get it out there that A, uh, anyone who is listening because they've heard me talking about it, whatever, from the podcast, it will happen again. And I trust that hot water will sort it the fuck out. And I knew that as soon as it went wrong, I was like, right, they'll put this down to experience and they'll fix it and they'll be back. And also I drove away, even though I'd enjoyed it, going fucking row. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it was it was sl- it was slightly more annoying to be driving away going, fucking Adam saw this come in, called it, and didn't want anything to do well, with no, it. No, I did I I didn't see that coming. Like that's not why I said no. The reason I said no is I don't want to do any gig to no audience. Even if there's an audience on a fucking screen in front of me, it's just not the same. And I, I, I just don't see the point in doing it. No. You know... I don't need to do it. I've got a stand-up special coming out, which yeah, yeah. people are going to enjoy. Yeah, you're, wor- you're working your nuts off, aren't you? So I don't know what could possibly be achieved by me going on stage with no audience and trying I don't know what I'm what I'm hoping to achieve from it no you know you've got options you've got options because we've got this as an outlet and because of the amazing support of not just the patrons but the sponsors and everyone who's backed this podcast we've got financial options but a part of me is like hot water have always been good to me and I just saw and maybe I was like maybe I'll get paid a little bit in my head I'm like just to get that revenue coming. And on reflection, you were right, because I watch Mick, and genuinely, he is Premier League football standard on the circuit. And that was, it was tricky watching it. And he, like, he did great, and he is fucking amazing. But it is very difficult playing to a Zoom meeting. Yeah, it's it's just not for me. And I, I, I commend every comic who's doing it. Like, I, the analogy I used earlier on in the podcast series, I think it was in episode three or something, was... Um, it's rugby to me. I don't understand it, but I'm, I, I don't, and I'm not getting involved. But other people can crack on. Like, it's just not for me. I, I'm willing to wait because I've got this, and I've got a couple of other things that I've been working on that are going to come out, and I, I don't really. I miss comedy more than anything in the world. It's killing me not being able to do it, and I fuck. There's some days where I'm down as fuck. But I don't think any of those Zoom gigs are going to make me any less down. No. It's basically like having your missus go to prison and be like, she's the love of my life and I love her so much. And then being like, but I don't want to go and and visit her and have to touch her hand through a fucking plastic screen. Like that, it's... You want your girlfriend back, but the halfway can actually be more fucking traumatic. Like this is kind of worse because you can't do what you want you can't you know like it, it's not it's what you want like, to really do because like comedy when you perform comedy it has a similar effect on your brain that drugs do because you get an immediate serotonin rush there's nothing quite that can mimic 200 yeah. people oh, laughing totally. at something at the same time especially if you so do comedy like- on drugs that really fucking ups it who's drinking sorry go it's like I've had to quit heroin cold turkey and now people are going, do you want to come down here and do some fucking rush? We've got some poppers, lad. Do you want to come do some poppers? It'll get you over your heroin. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold turkey. I'm like, no, it, yeah. it's not the fucking good, same. Good cocaine and spice is not the fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh. you, yeah, and that's the thing is you're very, 
so, like Freddie said something when we were there. He was like, "Hey, just live streaming, does it work?" He's and Danny Mac was like, "Yeah, it does. It can work. People have people are proving that it can work, and I think hot water will prove that it works. But like anything, good comedy live is good. Really good comedy streamed might be quite good." The reason people think, oh God, a lot of these live streams haven't worked is because there's fucking numpties doing it. There's numpties doing the live streams. And I've seen some of these comics in clubs where everything's banging and then 10 minutes into their set, you're like, what is going on here? The fucking wheels are falling off. The wrong people are doing it a lot of the time and it's not a good representation of, uh, of what's going on. But I drove away from Liverpool, a deathly quiet Liverpool. I didn't even think of like people's nans. I was just like, fuck, if Liverpool are doing this lockdown, never mind about stay alert, whatever. I I honestly thought things would be livelier there. It was deathly quiet. And I just drove away going, fuck me, Adam was bang on. (laughs) 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 Mate, people Um, have been uh, asking what we think about the old Dominic Cummins situation. What I'm in a common situation? Oh, you've not been checking it. All right, we'll we'll trans we'll have a word from trans alloys. Adam's been reading uh, Enid Blyton novels. Anyway, <laughs> there's a rat. I, um, there's a rat in number ten. What are you gonna do? <laughs> well, what's quite interesting is we're we're sort of gonna talk about it briefly, I suppose, and then by the time this podcast comes out. He will have done this speech. He's doing a speech today, isn't he? He's given a statement from Downing Street and he's answering questions from the um, the press. Yeah, Dominic definitely. Cummins. By the time it, by the time people listen to it, they'll have. But it, that's not happened yet, and this will be out shortly. By the time people are listening, it might have been a day or two ago. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like yesterday when I was watching that Boris Johnson press conference, I was screaming at me telly. Like I was actually shouting at me telly like I would when I'm watching a Liverpool game and decisions are going against us. I've never been like I've I'm quite vocal. We don't massively go into politics on this podcast. We've talked about the situation, coronavirus and whatever. I I hate the conservatives and although I do understand why some people have voted for them over the past few years and I, I understand why people have elected them. I don't agree with it. And I think they're a disgusting, hateful party. I think Boris Johnson's one of the worst people in the country to be in control of it. I think he's an, a horrible cunt. And I just want to make Narcissist. that clear. Narcissist. However, I've never, ever, Nasty. ever, ever, ever been as angry as I was yesterday. <sighs> I was really, really, really pissed off that the prime minister of this country, his job is to control the this country and get us through this thing and everything he did yesterday just was so fucking awful undermined it he undermined he undermined his own government by he totally part of leading a country is leading by example and people will not fucking put up with that hypocrisy they won't like i i think i think what's happened is they vastly underestimated how angry people are with it. I think they've got, oh, if we just say this in a day or two, this will go away. It's not going away. And I don't know whether you've seen the front page of the Daily Mail today. The mail are is, turning. <laughs> it, the mail are going after Boris Johnson and Cummins. And apparently there's like an old cliche in like 
politics, which is if the mail and the guardian ever agree on something and you're on the other side, you give up because you've yeah. already lost. Because you've got like you've you got either wing. You've got either wing yeah. of the of the journalistic political spectrum. You've got the liberal left and the fucking hardline right. And if they're singing the same tune, that tune is you fucked, you fucked, fuck you, you fucked. I am. Um, I, I I don't really think it matters whether Dominic Cummings goes because they'll just replace him with another fucking cunt like him. I don't think a lot. Will, I don't think a lot will necessarily change policy wise and going forward however he's got to go because if he doesn't people especially today when it's hot it's going to be fucking boiling on Wednesday it's people are just going to go well fuck you guys the people are already doing it there's evidence all over social media going oh I've, had, I've just had a message from my mate saying do I want to go around to his for a pint if they're doing it fuck them we'll do the same no, it's, it's going to happen and unless they go look even if even if they they can still stand by him sort of and go look we feel like he didn't break the rules however we understand there's a massive public perception that he did and for that reason we've decided it's time for Dominic to go if they do that then they, they sort of they, they have their cake and eat it sort of thing they need to that, that to needs go. to happen now, do you know who I feel in all of this? And everyone's saying, well, I've not been to a funeral and I've not been to... Of course, that... I mean, the, the, the legislation and the guidelines have been put there to safeguard people. And you could say, well, I've not seen my, you know, my dad or I've not seen my nana and everything. But really, without the guidelines, you have to start taking some social responsibility at this point. If you are vulnerable or you know vulnerable people, you need to start isolating or not seeing people the the horrific hypocrisy that that Dominic Cummings is is part of he's the person that's pushing the legislation of this government if anyone's not british or doesn't follow politics this is the guy that orchestrated brexit and has basically been the puppeteer that's got Boris Johnson who is essentially a trump like populist politician where he is saying what certain factions want to hear and playing the system beautifully horrific but i don't actually feel that bad for people who are up in arms who i weirdly feel bad for the police who have to now police this shutdown we, and it's already a grey area of what's law and what's guideline. And when There's you've an got a key, a key political advisor, they, 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 how can the police say, you, you don't need to be here? When you're like, I'm sorry, who made this rule? What, Dominic Cummings and Boris Johnson? Did they make that rule? And they broke it. Well, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing it. What an awful position to put them in. Yeah. There's an article in the Telegraph today from the police commissioner or the chief whatever saying this is going to make it impossible for us to police people now for the rest of lockdown. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to, I've nearly tweeted this a few times, but I, <laughs> I don't want to be deeming to incite riots or be irresponsible and using me platform for anything. But I'm going to say this after what's happened over the past couple of days, if I was a businessman, if I was Paul Blair, for example, who owns Hot Water Comedy Club or the guy who owns the Glee Club or the guy who owns a barber's or the, the woman who owns a salon or the woman who owns a, a plumbing business or whatever. If I was someone whose business is being negatively affected by lockdown, I would have opened. If I owned a barbershop, 
after yesterday, I'd have gone, I've opened because by opening, I'll start earning more money, my mental health will improve, and therefore I'll be a better father. I'm following my instincts. I'll be a better father because I won't be as worried. I'll have more money coming in. I can look after my kids properly. Go fuck yourselves. I'm following my instincts rather than rules. If I had a business that was suffering financially from this virus, after what was said yesterday, I would open up and I would not be paying any fucking tax either on any of the money I make while these cunts are in charge. I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, well, the second part is going to get you in prison. But the first part, I'd honestly know, I'd love to know the legalities of that. I'd love to know how they can enforce the legalities of opening because you're like it's a crock of shit you told people to go back to work i mean i'm in like the fact that you're not in this studio right now with me when we've i've got this studio set up for us to go and like we as a podcast we want to move on but we are better when you're in the room well if we socially distance you're isolating i'm isolating we tried to do it for a couple of days and then we did the right thing and we started doing it remotely. We did that because it was the right thing. Because everyone was doing it. And now the wheels are fucking coming off at the highest level. What are we even doing? Like, who can who can morally say that we shouldn't be in the studio together? What The government is losing all credibility to lay out these rules and guidelines that already are fucking they're really contradictory like you can't go and see like you said last time there was the easy can't go and see your parents what but I can stand on a fucking busy underground train in London and that's up to me like what a joke what a fucking joke it's just fucking ridiculous and I seen a few people yesterday saying oh well loads of people have broke lockdown so you can't really be complaining that Dominic Cummins has done it when there's people on the beach and all that and it's like he made the fucking rules he made them. You've got to lead by example. Nate, that's that's just a, a fucking... terrible argument, though, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Because because that's basically like going, oh, well, um, loads of ki- loads of people touch kids. Yeah, but it's definitely worse. Forty-five kids. He's only touched three. <laughs> if 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 a if a judge, <laughs> like like a, a like a high court judge touches kids, and his argument is like, well. Uh, a lot of people do touch kids, to be fair. You're like, mate, you're a fucking <laughs> high court judge. Oh, my God. Oh, oh Adam. Um, Adam, I want you back. I miss you. I want you in the studio. I want to be back, Dan. I really, I can't wait for us to be back. It's going to be fucking I know you, great. I know you want to see, like, your family. Like, to be fair, hang on, let me qualify that. I want Adam to be able to see his family first and everything. But then, like, one beyond that is, like... <laughs> And just because fucking Dominic cum comes, cum splat didn't basically. He's like it was because he was coming down with COVID nineteen symptoms, mate. His wife was coming down with COVID. He 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 basically was like, oh my god, I might have to look after my fucking children. Off we go to mum and dad's. Do you know? Did you think about the have a word that was sent in to us by that lad who was like, can you have a word with my brother? This is about fifteen episodes ago. Who was like, can you have a word with my brother who has shipped? his fucking kids from London to Lincolnshire so my mum who's 70 can look after them I was like I, I actually just had to have a little like you know like I just had to have a little moment and I was like have we done this? Yeah, an email from Dominic Cummins' brother have we done it? <laughs> it's like I think we fucking I think Dominic Cummins' his brother has fucking emailed the oh my god Dominic Cummins' brother is a £10 patron <laughs> Ah, oh, 
Cha! Let this. Hey, this one's for you, Dominic. Ready? Listen. Cha! Upset me, nasty bitch. Right. Hard cunt, and he better be gone by the time this podcast comes out. Listen, it's a fucking sweltering day here, and I'm getting under tit sweat. I'm getting, I'm getting tit tears. Kiri calls them tit tears. I'm getting boob tears. I'm gonna crack the fuck on. I'm gonna dry my titties, and then we're gonna have a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Trans Alloy Wheels. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork, and customization services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. These guys are a well-trusted family business. They do exceptional work. If you want your wheels and bodywork jazzing up and you're anywhere in the north, go and see Charlie and the boys at Trans Alloy Wheels. They're good guys. They can make your motor look better. They can add value to your car. They do insurance work. They do powder coating, diamond cutting, painting. They do new tires, acid stripping shot blasting tyre fitting and removal these guys are wheel wizards if you've got cracks in your bodywork they can well repair them and they do insurance gigs and the best part is have a word listeners get 25% off fucking everything the main thing is Charlie and the guys at Transilo Wheels have supported us during the Rona they've sponsored this podcast and we want to support them we can't go and get our cars sorted just yet as soon as the Rona's done I'm going in the meantime I'm going to follow them online we'd love it if you could do it as well on facebook they're trans alloy wheels that's all one word trans alloy all one word wheels give them a like give them a follow they're on twitter at trans alloy w trans alloy w and have a look for trans alloy wheels on instagram they've shown this podcast some love let's show them some love back all right back to the pod Your ma and dad listen to Have a Word. Oh, there's a rat in the kitchen. What am I going to do? And do you remember when we first were talking about starting this podcast and we were initially, the plan was going to do like 40 to 50 minute episodes. And I was like, let's aim for at least an hour. We do 40 minutes on this podcast before we start the podcast. <laughs> and, you know, an hour a week <laughs> yeah so no it's right though isn't it I yeah. honestly it's such a weird feeling pre-podcast when I feel eggy like I felt yeah. I felt like oh god I was like ah, oh, there was technical issues we've had this we've had that I've got a daughter that just there's no remorse and she keeps saying sorry although she is three so I need to chill out and then it's the weirdest feeling to be like, do you know, though, that sometimes makes me better at podcasting? <laughs> like, it's the weirdest thing. It's almost like a fighter going, like, don't fucking poke him in the eye. Oh, no, do it. Gets him really angry. And <laughs> and I was like, before the podcast, a little bit worried. I was like, maybe I won't be on good form here. Oh, no, 38 minutes of just waffling. Um, Before I go any further... The merch website is going to be hopefully launched on Friday. Now, I'm saying it now because I've nearly got the merch website finished. I'm doing this. Uh, Adam's got an absolute fuck ton on. So I'm sorting it out. Now, you'd be like, well, why are you saying that you're launching it without launching it? Well, I'm nearly there with it. And I want to say it's launching on Friday because if I say that it's launching on Friday, I've got to have it ready by Friday. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's given me what I don't think a lot of comedians have for anything. And what the podcast has given us is like, you've got to be ready to do this by then. And we said 7 p.m. for the release. And that's done me a lot of good. So I'm saying uh, when 
when Friday's episode is released, I'm hopefully, in fact, nay, almost definitely going to be uh, announcing the merch website, which we're really excited about and is it's going to be really good. I've, uh, so far, it looks good. Now, we have twatted on for so long that I'm going to cut out the little bits of waffle that we were I was planning to do because prepping an episode, we do little bits <laughs> and bots. And and sometimes I throw some stuff in the prep and I'm like, oh, that'll be all right, but we'll build to that. But I'm going to go... Come up in part three today is fucking part three <laughs> of the binge-shitting oh, yeah. mystery. Also, we know that we've got the binge-shitting mystery to deal with, which, to be fair, <laughs> has been like fucking Ozark levels of intrigue. Claire from Ponty... Uh, if, you, if you're not from the UK or even the North, because I'm sure Southerners don't know what Ponty is. Fucking Pontifract. Hard as fucking nails. Claire from Ponty asks, what would the lids give up to cure the Rona? Adam, would you give up lamb before you answer? Dave, <laughs> still. Dave, would you give up Turbo Shandies? So to cure the Rona... Now, I mean, this is a fucking stupid question. <laughs> right, but listen, Adam, I like the thought process. So answer Claire's, and then she set me off. I've got, I've got a few. Would you do this to cure the Ronas? I have run okay. with it. Right, so, so lamb, yeah, of course, of I can course, live lamb, of course, of course, I can. There's beef, there's chicken, there's pork. I'll be fine. No, but it is your favourite meat, though, isn't it? It is, but it's not the one I have most often. So, oh, is it a little treat? Is it is it your little treat, me? <laughs> Sounded so yeah, calm. it is actually. Yeah, chicken's me most common, and probably beef second. Then lamb and pork probably a similar amount. Yeah, Kentucky Fried Lamb. Maybe pork not right, even more if you include bacon and ham. Yeah, and also I would give up turbo shandies because P.S. I hadn't drunk one since two thousand and one <laughs> until about a month and a half ago. But yeah. I'd, but I'd say this right now drinking quite a few <laughs> <laughs> I think if people are going to send in questions like this they need to do what I imagine you've done and take it too far and make it difficult like would I give up Jade or me dad or me little brother <laughs> <laughs> right so I knew that was too tame but Claire listen shout out also Harry Robinson and Harry Richardson independently and I will in future episodes come there are some people like Chris Townsend based Jedi like, like we've had so many emails recently where people like Nigel Stapleton in Brisbane they are genuinely they're not just asking questions they're they're, they're suggesting content and I <laughs> I can't tell you how much I appreciate it because I I don't think they're just going oh I want to know the answer to this I think they're thinking like Oh, this will be a good idea for a bit. So, Claire, although I feel as instantly, as soon as I read it, I was like, it's too easy. But I was like, yeah. I like the idea. So, <laughs> Adam, now, yeah. to end the shutdown, tomorrow it just ends. The, the cure is like, whoop, it's gone. COVID-19's gone. Yeah. However, however, you... Where's my lap? There's my camera. Yeah. You don't take credit for it. So you don't get to be the fucking hero. This is a private... This is private sacrifice. 
So it's not like, oh yeah, did you hear? The, the, the shutdown's over. COVID's cured. Who did it? This fucking hairy little yeti fucking <laughs> West Sarney. Where's West Sarney? Although it'd be great to just to for Manchester to celebrate you, that would be brilliant. I'd love it. It'd be so good. Like the whole world was like, "Oh my god!" Everywhere in Iraq, <laughs> fucking, "Oh my god!" Covid nineteen is gone forever, and he's probably related to us, like second generation fucking Muslim. <laughs> oh my god! And in Manchester, they'd be like, "Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. I mean, he's a bit of a cunt, but he's a sound cunt." Do you know what I mean? So it's secretly can't take the credit. To cure COVID-19 to mozzies, would you, that's what I'm opening with, lose a limb? No. Adam. No. Adam. No. Come on. No. What are you doing with your left? Sometimes when I'm hungover, I use it to have a wank and give it an away day, so it feels like... Listen, COVID-19 could kill hundreds of thousands more. You can't you can't look I dislocated my shoulder once and Jade had to help me wash me back I'm not losing a fucking limb clean no honestly you get knocked out look, I don't I'd know how they do lose it lose so many nanas than lose me left arm not happening you fucking rat <laughs> fuck your nan fuck my nan who's already Jeez, dead go. Go. fuck everyone else's nan I want me limbs not a fucking chance I'm too selfish you're asking the wrong fucking person do you no. know? Do you know? I'm not joking. I thought about it. as I wrote it down. I was like, "You've started strong there." W- which limb would you go if you had to? If the if the would you rather if it had to be one of the limbs, you haven't got a choice. It would be left arm, if, wouldn't it? Yeah, if it had to, then it'd be left arm because yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, most yeah, yeah, yeah. spendable. Yeah. But I don't want to lose it, mate. A left arm is like a left back. You can find one, can't you? <laughs> left back. <laughs> I don't know. I always feel like the fucking idiots. It's at football, the morons are always put on oh, left. Oh, a left back. A, left, a back. left back. A left back. <laughs> I can't believe you wouldn't lose a fucking limb. Would you not? No. Would you? Oh, mate. Mate, stand up. I've been pretty decent at stand up for a fucking while. If I had one arm, do you imagine what I'd have fucking done? It'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be Adam Hills, Josh Widdicombe, and Dan Nightingale on that fucking TV one. show. Um, no, I want all my limbs. Would you, to end fucking COVID, only be able to be, you, you can't be a stand-up anymore, just spoken word. You can still do stand-up, you can still gig, but you're only able to be a musical comedian. You're only ever allowed to gig again as a comic, but you've got to have an instrument. You've got to be a musical comedian. Adam Rowe. I've got a funny song. I wrote it all night long. My name is Adam Rowe, and I love comedy. Listen to my jokes and shoot me in the face. Hold on! I've had an idea. Has anyone ever noticed that cock and sock rhyme? Uh, Right, okay, we're going to do some some ad lib. Uh, Adam Rowe, musical comedian, loves an ad lib. Give me a job, pedo. That's not a job. Right, sorry. 
Now, go on. The answer is no. To cure, to cure fucking COVID. To cure COVID, I would not do that. You're a fucking selfish little lid, aren't you? Get a yep. ukulele and talk about Victoria's Secret to song. No, absolutely not. I don't like fat people. No. I'm really surprised by that, Adam. I don't think you're thinking strong enough about... Thinking strong enough, that's awful use of words. Um, would you, to end COVID-19 right now, be an Everton steward for 10 years? You'd, you'd have to be an Everton FC, go to Goodison, or wherever the new stadium isn't going to be, where... For 10 years, you can't fucking gig. You can't be like, I've got a gig. You've got to do it for 10 no. years. No. I'd rather lose a limb and have to become a musical comedian at the same time than do that. Don't be fucking stupid. Adam, no. Adam, Adam, when you're like, oh, I really want a gig again, all you have to do is put on your fucking Illuminous jacket. For 10 years. And go down Goodison. And for 10 years. You don't have no to look. You years. don't have to look. You can for quiet. 10 years. I'm not allowed to gig for 10 years. No, hang on. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Caveat. It's not even a caveat. I've not explained it fully. You can still be a stand-up. You can do everything about your life, but every Everton home game, you have to be there being a steward. So you can live your totally normal life from tomorrow, but you have to be there at Goodison with the fucking steward thing. <laughs> Listening to Zed cars. Could you do it? Always thinking. I'm thinking two years I could do it oh no 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 no. ten years no no I'm not giving up every single other Saturday for ten years what would you it'll be over in a few months anyway I'd rather just wait it out no (sighs) just listen to this listeners (sighs) well I really feel the next one the next one what you who's beeping is that Jade what's your Jade plumber? Take? is that your plumber Wednesday afternoon she's coming to do the plum look at you with your female plumber sounds like a really weird reverse porno doesn't it hey I've come to fix your piping I've got some fucking piping that needs fixed beep. you know what's disgusting about me do you know when I was driving to let it in the other day that crossed my mind <laughs> I was driving back from dropping me missus off at the fucking B&M thinking, what if the plumber wants to shag me? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you at your fucking lockdown hairiest. <laughs> Her with a big ratchet. Fucking hell, lad, you need... Fu- oh, Jesus, these pipes need easing off. I'm going to bleed your fucking radiator. <sighs> your ceiling's not the only thing that's dripping. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that is one of the best things about being a man? Even though you know, you know, when you catch yourself in the fucking mirror of an H and M dressing room, you're like, you're a fucking state. But there's still those moments. There's still those moments when you're like, you fucking sexy bastard. You're like in your head, you're like, no, but they do want to fuck. They they want to fuck. I literally got so badly out of breath, out of breath, (laughs) 
trying to change, trying to fucking tie up the shoelaces on my shoes this morning. I had to have a break by lying down on the bed. It, <laughs> I was incapacitated by tying shoelaces. But honestly, I catch myself thinking, yeah, still looking good though, though. Like a female plumber's going to be like, do you know, this is probably against all ethics within the industry. <laughs> when I want to fucking suck your pipe. Final one. Because I'll be honest, there's another one, but you're not going to go for it. Um, to no, we'll end. do both. All right. All right. It's leave Liverpool forever. You're not going to do it. He's fucking not going to do it. He's not going to live in. Uh, fu- he's not going to live in Wigan to kill. Look, he, he won't even lose a fucking limb. Can I get a visa for America? Because if I had moved to New York, I might consider that. Because I'm moving to New York because I've got problems with my sleep. And we're not the same and I will wear that on fucking Wombats, lad. Do you know what? I haven't thought about that song for... My cousin's in the Wombats. Fuck, fuck off. My cousin's the lead singer of the Wombats. Shut the fuck up, you hairy, sexy twat. Boss, isn't it? Is he really? Yeah. I never knew I was a techno fan. Right, okay. I love the Wombats. Just I haven't thought about the Wombats for ages. Nah, you're not leaving I'm Liverpool. Matthew. You wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't leave Liverpool, would you? Look, I'm Matty Murphy. He he's, was happy to move to New York, and so am I. Do you know something that is so alien to me when we talk? Because when I was growing up in Preston, all me and my mates, Alistair, Sean, and Bondi, all we used to do is talk about where we were going and where we were. We were out, and we knew we were out. And as soon as we could get out, we were gone. And I sort of, it's alien to me, but like the way you talk about Liverpool almost makes me like there's like a weird pine in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's just a strange, that hometown pride. Like Danny Max got it with Chester, but I get it with Chester because I've moved here. I love Chester, but it's weird to see someone who grew up somewhere and, went, and goes, I fucking love it. Of course I'm not leaving. It's the fucking best. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, I love everything about it. No, it's, it's just a amazing. Really good city full of uh, mainly good people and a few fucking rats who try and ruin it for us. I wonder what I wonder what you your exact character traits would be like if you grew up somewhere like Preston, which is a lot smaller. It's just a very different town. I wonder if your characteristics would be like, no, I fucking love Preston, or if it's actually what Liverpool is that makes you love it, or if it's your tendencies to just love where you're from. No, I think it's I Liverpool. Think it's the fact that it's Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's the last one? Last one. To end the shutdown tomorrow, cure COVID. Would you bum a dog? Not, hey, not mini. That's too far. But a really clean dog. Not even a small dog where you're like, this is going to hurt. Like a big dog. But where I don't get like, the credit, do I? So no one knows this has happened. Oh, it's a secret bumming. So no one knows. Apart from me and the dog. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? This is how it's I learned. This is how I earned my living. I'm going. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a secret <laughs> dog bum. This <laughs> is my job. This is my job. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you ever see there's those moments every now and then where you realise how fucking insane it is? Do you know when the bit for me was with this? When I was inventing who wants to be a millionaire and Jade caught me and looked at me like What the fuck is going on? Hey. Uh have you ever seen Mulan? Be absolutely clear on this. I need to be absolutely Go clear. On. So it's just me and the dog who knows. There's not even like a man who's arranged this who knows about it. It's just me and the dog. Yeah? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now we're getting into detail. It's a higher it's power. Detail, it's a higher power. It's not like a... Go- no, no, no. It can't be a higher power. We're getting... That's getting fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's a government body, but it's like dark ops. Mate, you think Cummins isn't getting fired for jogging up to Durham four times? This These guys, even if they fucking whisper about it, they all get shot in the head. It is... It is like, it, honestly, it's like, like boots pharmacists with machine guns, dark ops. They just turn up with a dog in a van. They come in, you know, in snatch when they're about to get killed, and they put the fucking yeah, they put plastic all over the place. And then you got um, a bummer, you got a bummer dog. Right, it, it, here's the thing. Not not to completion because that might take a while. It's just going to be a sturdy in and out. They're like, hey, lads, you're not even jizzing, so... So it's just a dip. I just have to dip me dick in a dog just once. All, what are you, eight inches? All eight inches. No, it's two balls. No, it's balls deep. (laughs) Well, I put me balls in its bum as well. No, no, no. I know you've counted your balls before, but that doesn't count. (laughs) Your medically reduced right. penis. You've got to stick your full dick in a dog. I can't believe we're talking about it. How- <laughs> Come on. It's the thing, right? How have we not if recorded it- this on video? This has been one of the best fucking... <laughs> if it could be guaranteed yeah. that that ends coronavirus and no one ever knows... Wait, you can't caveat... Yes, COVID's listen, gone. Listen. Go on. Go on. Then I would absolutely do it. <gasps> My only concern yeah. dog is that imagine you bummed a dog and then they were like, ah, it doesn't even do anything and you've just bummed a dog for nothing. <laughs> imagine if it was like a really elaborate prank. That's what? all that, that... Like I turn up out of the van like fucking Ashton Kutcher, like it's punk, like, hey, you fucking lad. No, mate. That's what I'm worried about. No. It's getting pranked I, and, uh, I guess who bummed the dog thinking it'd cure AIDS or whatever like that 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 would just be on my mind right and it'd take right it is obviously it, it you have to deal in you have to suspend disbelief for this you can't you can't be like listen I do it I would bum the dog theoretically but I don't trust you that, that none of you are a fucking rat like you've got to accept it's never leaking one full boom of the dog and the dog, I, I'll tell you what, I, I'll, I'll extend an olive branch. The dog's into it. <laughs> Lads, it's, it's one of them big Dulux dogs, the big, big, hairy I'd ones. Absolutely. On. Bum a dog to end the coronavirus, especially if it's just one pump. A hundred percent. I'd make a dog come to end coronavirus. I swear <laughs> to God. No context. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mate, by the way, if you're listening to the board and you hear us keep saying no context, have a word. Some absolute lid, and I've got my fucking suspicions of who it is, has set up a, 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 a completely separate no context, have a word, where they play clips out of context of what me and Adam say and then put it on. I tell you what, if you ever want to feel proud of everything you've achieved in life and also thoroughly ashamed of yourself, go back to the very first tweet and and listen to every one after the other. Oh my God, we're a pair of fucking morons. And if that's not the no context, so it's at no context, have a word, please give them a follow. They've got 400 followers. Our stupid no context clips has got more followers than some professional comedians on Twitter. <laughs> oh, lad. Yeah. Oh, God. What dog would it be, Will? Honestly, I'm not. You couldn't do a little dog. Well, ideally, it'd be a little dog, wouldn't it? Why? It's just, it feels less like no. real. What? That's the worst. That's basically being a dog pedo. <laughs> no. I wouldn't bum a puppy. This has got too ridiculous. Right, it's got too ridiculous. Just there's no topping bumming a dog. And that's it that that honestly, Adam and I have known that since we started out, and it's a well known mantra in comedy. You cannot top dog bumming. I went from our sponsors. <laughs> You know them, you love them, it's Vauxhall Comedy Club in that day, London. If you're visiting London, if you're going down for the weekend, take your missus, take your fella, take them to go and see comedy. There's some cracking comedy shows in London. Some of them, and I've played them, are a little lacking in fucking soul. Vauxhall Comedy Club. This is a comedy club done with love and care and done properly. In a great room, with great atmosphere, with brilliant comics, some from the TV, some up-and-coming circuit talent, and the absolute best of it, if you're there for the weekend, is Friday and Saturday night, and down at Vauxhall Comedy Club, they call it bottomless booze comedy so basically you pay them an entry fee with the money for your booze included it's 25 quid it's a 90 minute show and you also get bottomless booze wine beer cider 25 quid there's also a spirit and mix of bottomless ticket that starts at 35 pound and if you're a purist you're staying sober you're fucking zyvan the ticket's just a tenner once we're done with the rona and back to normal trading Vauxhall Comedy Club is usually open Monday to Saturday it's right next to a street food garden and between now and then do us a favour at have a word and follow the Vauxhall Comedy Club on Online. You can join the mailing list. It's at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Insta, at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter, and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook. It's an over 18 night out, and you never know, come the autumn, you might see me and Adam there. From Texas to Scam, every lead is listening to the funniest podcast in the game. This is Hava Wad. Oh, Jesus. Dan, I've got a question for you. What time is it? Oh! It's time to have a word with Adam and Dan. Tell us all the problems you have with your friends. This was going to be the whole podcast. Now it's just the final 10%. Can I say right now that the past week of this podcast, where we've been trying to solve the mystery, which we're going to do part three of today. And if you haven't listened... So the last two public episodes, so the one that came out on Friday last week and the one that came out on Monday last week, before you listen to this last bit, you really want to go and listen to at least the have a word sections, which is always the third section of both of those episodes. You need to, because this is a fucking 
mind fuck of a mystery. Now, little catch up for everyone who has listened to it already, but just wants a little reminder. Someone shit in someone's bin. <laughs> a lad went out, a lad called John went out with his two mates, Sam and Malachi. They came back to his house, had some fucking cocaine, had some more oh, alcohol. His missus was asleep. The next morning, John was woke up by his missus and there was a shit in the bin, in the kitchen. In the bin, do? Last week, we heard from John, we heard from his wife, and we heard from Malaki, Malaki, whatever his name is. Malaki. The one person we hadn't heard from was Sam who is so far culprit number one in a lot of people's opinion. Well, mainly because he's not been spoken to. To be fair, he's not at his... Yeah, okay, I know what you mean. Mainly because he's not been spoken to, but also, so of the three witnesses we've heard from so far, the wife doesn't offer an opinion on who she thinks it was because she just doesn't know. Malarkey thinks it was Sam and John thinks it was Sam but they just don't have it in them to prove it. And they can't. So they've asked us to get involved and try and decide. Um, Everyone's I'll yeah, say right now. Every, I think we've got, we've got a roll forward. Everyone's listened. And if you've got to this point going, what? Then you need to go back. They're online. Motherfucker. They're on every podcast platform available. Listen to episode 58 and 57. So I'll tell you right now, I've already read Sam's testimony, obviously, because I prepped this bit of the podcast. And um, I hope to prove by the end of today's episode that I was right all along and the wife did it. Upset me, nasty bitch. Tell you what, Dan, I bet you I convinced you as well. You're not reading between the lines. Right, let's go. Have a word, the bin shitter, part three. Sam's testimony. It's a very short one, this. Mm. Showed it to Jade, who's been following this story very intently. <laughs> Damn, mate, are you joking? As J- Jade doesn't even listen to the pod, and Laura's about 40 episodes behind, which is good, because by the time she hears about her fucking <laughs> nick- knickers and her piobs, she's going to be like, oh, I can't remember that. Also, she told me not to talk about it on the podcast, and I fucking did. Because I'm bad, motherfucker. <laughs> Have you read these to Jade? Laura, I, Sam, Sam, by the way, if you're listening, Sam emailed and I explained to Laura, I saw it. We were in the living room. Sam emailed. I went, oh my God, he's emailed. And she went, what? I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Something for the podcast. But some guy that Adam has asked to email his email. She went, what is it? So I read, I told her the story and she was like, read the email. I was like, no, I'm going to wait because I know, I know Adam's going to read it to me on the podcast. She was like, well, I want to know. So she basically made me and she was like oh my god it was like full Kardashians level of interest yeah Jade's obsessed with it every time I get like a message about it from you or from the email she's into it Um, so here we go Sam he says "All right, lads hope you're keeping safe and well so I was sent the podcast the other day which is class by the way and I guess you now want to hear my side of the story so here it is yes I have never had any history of shitting in any strange places, let alone a kitchen bin, no matter how fucked up I get. When I had spoke to John after a couple of years, hang on, what? Oh, when I had spoke to John after this happened and a couple of years ago, he told me Malaki still said it wasn't him. 
I didn't know he had a history of shitting in strange places, as we discovered the other day on the podcast, which doesn't look good for his case, really, does it? All right, Sam. All right. You just fucking testify. In answer to why I stuck around the next day, I can answer that easily. Liverpool were playing in the early game and we watched the game on TV. So we were waiting for it to come on. It was, I feel, unfortunate that by the time me and Malaki, Mal for short, had woken up on the sofas, note the plural there, that the evidence was cleared away. So what he's saying is, by t- so the wife had woke John up and said, look at this fucking shit in the bin. But before the two lads woke up, they'd cleared it away. If I was able to take a look at that little beauty, I would possibly have been able to know whether it was one of mine or not. No! Oh. Go on. I'm trying. Go on. I will respect your decision Order. either way. Order! Go on, sorry, go on. P.S. There is no fucking way women are shit in their own bin level smart. I agree with Dan. Some things just don't happen. P.S. Number two. John, I'm not as cool as you, fella. Which is a reference to something that John put in the original email about Sam being the coolest kid on the block. Right. That's the whole email from Sam. Right. Jade wasn't convinced by this. I haven't heard all the other testimony. Mm -hmm. So you've now heard from everyone, Dan. Before we look at examining the facts of the case rather than just opinion I want to ask you based on what you've heard who's your man or woman um now I'll tell you this I I went out on a limb and said quite categorically that I thought it was Malakahu Malakahu Malakai right Malaki, right? I, soon as I heard, he likes a bit of a fucking sniff and he's got poo history, but his testimony on the last podcast really changed my opinion because he was like, mate, where's Adam going? You all right? Yeah, I'm, I've just turned the it from me. Oh, sorry. To me I because it's just <laughs> a bit hot. You can't. Can't hear. You obviously can't see that on the podcast, but Adam like took his headphones off, like he was going to go. Right, you can't. This is what I think. <laughs> um, I totally see with Maliki. I've had I've had the old the clearance of the bowels. If you have a line of fucking sniff, which I'm not I'm not advocating. I'm just saying it does. It's very. It, it's not middle of the night. It's like when you do it. We've all been there, right? So I. I was That's because it's often caught with laxatives, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, babe and baby laxatives. I'm not even joking. It's actually quite this is such a smacker thing to say. It's quite nice sometimes when you're like, oh, I feel cleared out. Anyway, also <laughs> you feel good because cocaine's quite strong. Um I was so like <laughs> Maliki did it. Like it's been six months since I've had a Coke and I would literally order some right now. Um I think Sam Honestly, Sam that is not a great test to me and what you're not saying in that email response is you were the hammered one and Maliki's been like mate I was there loads I've been there loads I but what I, he does I, say what he does say in this email is that he's never shit in any weird place no matter how fucked up he gets he is acknowledging that he regularly gets fucked up but he's never done this before yeah, that, as you know, you know so I, I, I don't, I don't buy together. that, mate. You, you poo where you poo, and you poo when you poo. Do you know what I mean? 
I've put together a list of facts about all four people in this story. I fucking okay, love this, this episode. Facts. This episode's been fucking great. This has been everything I ever wanted in Bunker. Here's <laughs> the facts about all four <laughs> guests. So we'll start with Sam, who's today's testifier. Testifier. Have you itemized the facts? Yeah. Chicago oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I fucking love it. Oh, and there's three questions which I think hint that the wife did it. I'll tell you in a minute. <clears throat> so Sam, he stayed around the next day, which he says was for the football. He'd never been to the property before. He's got no priors of shitting in weird places. And he believes it was Malachi. They're the facts about Sam. They're the facts hey, about Sam. As well, can I just say, last yeah. episode, you said about having a, if you'd done it and there was no paper, you must have a rusty bungle. But what I think yeah. needs to be taken into account there is, you know, in the morning waking up like, oh my God, it wasn't a poo with the bin. You could have gone to the toilet and, and you know, had a cleanse, had to clean yourself yeah. up, right? So that's Sam. Facts about Malaki. He's a dirtbag. Oh, I want to drink with, by the way. Go on. He's a known shitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, he had already had a shit in the earlier earlier on in the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did know because he'd been there before where the toilet was. It's not Malaki. And he believes it was Sam. They're the facts about Malaki. Sorry, Malaki. It's not you, mate. The wife. Oh, Jesus Christ, Adam. She has remained accommodating to having the lad drowned since. Adam, it's not her. She was the only one who seen the door open in the middle of the night. Believe she doesn't state a belief believe of who it. it was. No. She was the one who discovered the poo and she cleaned it up before Sam and Mal woke up. Yeah, but John saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she found it and woke John up to come and look at it. They're facts. They're, they're the facts of the case, and they are undisputed. Mate. No. Go Wait. On. Go on, go on, go on. John is 99% sure it wasn't him, and he believes it was Sam. We don't know much about John, but I think John can be ruled out completely because I just don't see a motive at all. No. I, I Having said that, though, I have pissed in a flower pot in my own bedroom, so... <laughs> Have you never done that? Have you never ju- it's it's only ever happened once, but I have pit and I've heard of I've heard of mates getting so drunk in their own house they've pissed in like like a wardrobe. But I have pissed in a flower pot. I was actually seeing a girl and it was like the I second I pissed in a bottle when I was so hungover I didn't want to get out of bed. Oh no, that's different. I mean that's that's the that is logistics. <laughs> I'm talking I woke up after a booze, it's just years ago and I was like what the fuck why is my plant pot leaking and I'd pissed into a uh, a, a house plant I don't know John's not off the hook for me go on go on go on sorry Adam go on I'm taking it so seriously John's, John's not off the hook for you why as much as right I'd say this as much as I'd, I'd say this it doesn't feel like it's John but if I can piss in a plant pot in my own bedroom 
He can sh- no, but you wouldn't go from the bedroom into the to living room, room to shit. Do a shit for no reason. Not when it's your flat and you know exactly where everything is. Sam shot in the bed. Three questions. Go on. Got three questions. I'll answer all of them. That's what I'm like. If it's one of the two lads who were guests, yeah. Why didn't they hide it? Too drunk. It was left. Too drunk. Sam was too no. drunk. Sam was okay. too drunk. Okay, but he was. He, he he had his whereabouts enough to know not to do it on the sofa or the floor, and found a bin. Yeah, I think if you know to find the bin, you know to hide it. That's my opinion. I think whoever. No, this. no, I disagree. You know, wanted I, it to be no. discovered or didn't care if it was. No, I disagree, sir. I think you're running on instinct. You're running on drunken instinct. And you like, I need to plop. And you've had a little fucking move around. And then you're like, oh, I can't find it. You don't, you can't, there's no reason to it. You just plop where you plop. You're drunk, you're dehydrated, you don't need to wee. Who, who says he didn't wee in the cat? It's Sam. Sam. Go on. Where's the piss? Listen, that argument Where's is... Where's the piss? It's redundant, because women and it's men not. can't piss. Women women can't poo and not wee. It's the same fucking... Th- that ne- that argument doesn't incriminate anyone. It doesn't incriminate anyone. I'll tell you why it does. No, it doesn't. Women... Right. Do we accept that women can't shit without pissing? And also that men can't, especially when they've had a night out's worth of booze in them. I can. I bet you men can poo without weeing. I'm throwing it out there. I uh, bet you can. After on the aisle. How do you know that he, it wasn't a wee to completion and then a medical anal emergency? This is so graphic. But what do you mean? Sometimes what's now? What's Jade saying? Go on. That's not the plumber. What's happening? Jade said, Sam Defo did it. No question. You can't yeah. go from explosive IBS to a solid poo. Yeah, Sam. It's it's Sam. That's if go we're on. ruling the wife out. I do think it's either Sam or the wife. Right, okay. So why do you... What's the last question? Right. I, I need, I need I to get how something from you. Do you accept that if you've had a night on the ale... There's no way you're shitting without pissing. I don't think you can anyway. Never mind a night on the ale. Right. And I yeah. tell I tell you for why. Right. Your the science of what you explained last time is total fucking kidology bullshit science. You, you when you've got um a demon inside you and that needs to be expelled. Be gone, demon. Right? That when that happens, it's not... Now, normal trading, normal trading hours, you're like, oh, I need a wee. I need a plop. It all That's all part of the same deal. But we're talking about intoxicants. We're talking about the poison, the booze, the alcohol, the cocaine, right? We're talking about fucking Bolivian marching powder in your system. What's normal is out the window. I think... You could have a wee and then finish that wee and then two minutes later in your drunken state be like, oh, shit. You know, something's coming so up on piss, platform then? two. Right? Could be where's in the, that piss? Could be in the sink. You don't know, Adam. It's not enough. It's not enough. Sam's... I'm telling you what happened. Oh, man. Here's what happened. It's not her. Are you telling it me it's her. her? 
Oh, for it's fuck's fair. sake, Adam. Right, go on. I'll tell you why. She's got no alibi apart from her own idea that someone opened the door in the night. I'll tell you what she did. She went to the bathroom. She knows where it is. She knew she could make as much noise as she wants because all the other lads are passed out from booze and alcohol. She done a shit in the bathroom and moved it to the kitchen. And that's where the piss went. It was in the bathroom. She got rid of the piss in the bathroom. No one heard her because they were all passed out from drinking and drugs. And she moved the shit from the bathroom to the kitchen. She found it. Woke her husband up and went, someone's shit in the bin. I'm fucking sick of this. I was going out to get you guys bacon sandwiches. I'm such a lovely person. Aren't I amazing? I never do anything sneaky, do I? Write into the podcast and tell them I'm not sneaky. Do it now. Fucking send the email. Do it fucking now. Then she cleared it up and then woke the lads up and said, someone's shit in the bin and didn't even give them a chance to look at it and say, that can't possibly be mine because of this whatever she's full of shit but not quite as full of shit as she was when she pushed this out right adam she did it adam we've had an That's email we've had an email from another listener and i'm gonna i'm gonna they've asked to be kept anonymous from this i don't know why i'm doing this because it doesn't help my argument but it says higher lids loving the pot as always just a little ting to chip in with about the poo mystery from Monday's pod. I once knew of a lass that legit put her poo in her handbag because it wouldn't flush at a coked-up party. She had poo paranoia. Thankfully, I had a few degrees of separation from this lass. And he says, maybe it will help with your dossier or corkboard. So, he's just saying, someone's heard it and gone, I'm... And he's not he's not casting judgment, but he's just saying that he he knows a girl that got coked up, did a plop at a party, and and basically left a floater, got so embarrassed that she put it in tissue paper, wrapped it up, and put it in a bag and took it home. There's no toilet roll, there's no piss, and they both would have been there if someone else had done this. Maybe not the toilet roll, but then they'd have had a stinky arse for at least a while. And that doesn't just go away by wiping your arse. That mate, 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 that's a terrible argument. Terrible argument. They could have got up in the morning and dealt with that. You did that you No, but they'd still stink. Yeah. They'd still be yeah. on their underwear. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's literally unsubstantiated. That's hearsay. Why I'm not fucking, having it. Where's the piss? Where is the piss? It right. was done in the bathroom and moved, and that's why there's no piss. I'm with Jade. Another explanation as to where the piss went. I'll change my mind. Right, right now. People don't piss while people don't shit without pissing, especially if they've had a, a full night on the booze. Right, listen, lids, everyone listening. Tomorrow morning on Twitter, I will post a poll on the Have a Word uh, podcast Twitter account, and we, I want to vote. I want to vote because Adam is adamant that it's uh, no name misses. I think John's got off lightly. I think Maliki, I was adamant, but I cannot see. I think Sam is nailed on. I'm with Jade. We're going to put the poll up. We're going to, we're going to let the piss. Listen, we're going to let the Twitter. All right. All right. Where's the piss? You can't handle the piss. (laughs) 
Where is the piss? Oh my god! Can we put it on t- Adam? Can we put it on Twitter? We can answer the fucking question though, Boris. Where is the piss? If it's Sam, I think it's in Durham. Where's the piss? I think it's in Durham. I think the piss went up to Durham. Where is? Stop joking and answer the question. Where is the piss? I've told you. He, I think men can poo and wee separately. They can't. Not when you've had a night on the aisle. No bullshit. No, I'm. T- I'm t- I've told. Adam, Adam, bullshit. Just lean it, lean into the, lean into the zoom camera. It's not real. Adam, you're all right. Oh my god, he's so hairy. Do you know what? He's a fucking hairy wildebeest, but he's a good-looking thing. Look at him. I love that little fucking yeti. All right, Adam. Let's let the people have their say. And I'm, I'm not Where's joking. I'll tell you this right now. Do you know when you went came went round Cambridge University, episode eleven? I think if you'd have gone there, you'd have been a fucking top... You'd have been like Keir Starmer now. You'd have been chasing fucking Boris Johnson at the dispatch box. I think you... you, you honestly, you're, you're a dog with a boat, and it's great. But I think we need to let Twitter have their say. So tomorrow morning, when everyone's had a listen, we're going to put the poll up on Twitter. Who shat in the bin? Yeah. We can do, but anyone who says it's not the wife, I want you to tell me where the piss is because I refuse to accept Adam, it's not like that you that. can shit there's without more, pissing. Where's cup, the piss? Right. This is a smoking gun. The wife did it. I'm telling you right now, John. John, who emailed in in the first place, you asked us to help you solve this. We don't agree, mate, okay? But I'm telling you right now, I know what I'm talking about here. I've looked at the hard facts of the case. There can't possibly be that shit without there being some piss. Your wife did it and moved it. There's no other explanation as far as I'm concerned. All right, well, I'll, so it's- I'll say this. I'll say this. I want anyone who's listening to this, not ladies, ladies, all 14 of you, you're excused from this. You're rec- you recused. Men, can you have a plot without weeing? I think in certain situations, you can. Okay, I will accept that it's possible on a very rare occasion to do that. What, I like do not accept. I do not accept that it's possible to do that when you've been on the aisle all night and were the first one to pass out and hadn't been to the toilet. Right. I honestly need to end this podcast because you're making me feel anxious, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking obsessed with this case. I got like this with cereal. It's the same thing. Mate, this Sam's shit's on cereal. This shit's on cereal. <laughs> Literally. Right, I've got a song set up. Ooh, I've got a song. Uh, we're going to end this podcast. This Adam Rowe... You fucking hairy little North African heritage lid has been one of my favourites for a while. It's been a belter. Thank you for listening, everyone. The merch is going to be set up. Hopefully, we'll announce it on Friday. If you enjoy the podcast, tell a motherfucking friend. Spread the word on your social media, Facebook, Insta, whatever you're on. Let's grow this motherfucker. And let's just say right now before we do wrap it up, Anyone who's involved with this, the wife, John, Sam, Malachi, if you've got any evidence that we haven't considered yet, you need to get them in before Friday. Right. We'll see how the Twitter poll goes. We'll we'll, We'll take into account the Twitter poll on Friday. At the end of the song, there will be the Patreon £10 
pledges. Listen, everyone on the Patreon, whether it's the £3 pledge, £3 a month pledge, the £5 a month pledge, the £10 a month pledge, you are all keeping us going financially. You've become our support and we appreciate you massively. The next time those patrons will hear from us, if you sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash haveawordpod, you also get the extra Wednesday patron special episode, which is an hour of hour plus of bullshit. And everyone who comments with the content, questions, suggestions, it gets read out. We deal with it on the Wednesday episode. We'll read out your names of the £10 patrons. Every £10 patron gets their names read out as an ex- executive producer. We'll do that after the song. And Adam, want to add anything? No, all good, man. Um, my stand-up special comes out on Saturday, the 30th of May. That's this Saturday. Please make sure you watch it and tell everyone else to do the same. YouTube.com slash Adam Rowe Comedy, please. Yeah, Adam's worked so hard on this and it's going to be amazing. Give it a push, give it a plug. When you watch something or listen to something, and I'm not even just talking about me or Adam or the podcast, if you watch or listen to something online and you think, fuck, that was great, do the person who created it a favour and just tell someone else about it. If it's 10, 5 or 1 people, just do it. It helps so much. Appreciate you. I've loved today. Uh, Now, I've cracked it on because Raptor Warhurst sent us a few songs and they're amazing and I'm all about the hip hop vibe so today's song is Raptor Warhurst Look What You've Made Absolute Corker Adam Rowled Dan Yeah That was Friday's song No it's No it wasn't It was It, it wasn't It was Raptor Warhurst sent us four didn't it Didn't he Yeah and that was Friday's song Check the Raptor Warhurst. A hundred percent. I've got it on me Google Doc here because I read it out. I, I I put it on me Google Doc, and it's still on Friday's Google. Oh Jesus! Hang on. I thought I'd dodge that. No. I thought you'd I'm read. An edit note here. <laughs> I thought you'd read out. Walk with me. No. Oh Jesus! Well, we'll uh, we'll do walk with me. Don't edit this out. <laughs> Do you know what happened, right? So I assumed, I assumed that you'd you'd gone with Raptor Raptor Warhurst. Walk with me, as because it's the first one on the files. No, I listened to them all and picked my favourite motherfucker. Do you know what I did? I assumed it was the first one, and I was like, I'm going to pick my next favourite. And it was look what you've made. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh, today's artist is Raptor Warhurst. The song title will be uh, whatever you keep hearing. You know the words you keep hearing. If you keep hearing a word, it's probably the song title. But hey, oi, Raptor Warhurst is fuck of all the people we've had on this podcast. Given, I tell you what, I haven't clicked with everyone that we've listened to. Like so many of the artists that we've listened to have been amazing and then some of them just make you go oh my god who the fuck is this guy Raptor Warhurst is one of those artists so I'm going to delete and if you like rap battles go and check out Raptor versus Tony D it's a great rap battle between Raptor and a, a veteran from London it's phenoms alright Liz
Yo, yo, look, I was your rage once, I didn't wanna listen either Every single weekend, always coughing and misdemeanors Chilling with a split of weed, sniffing keys and drinking liters of the liquor We just stolen down the road of gym's convenience and you followed suit Maybe it's a shitty scene and maybe disobedience So many other different reasons, we were so close I didn't know what gone in between us, we grew apart Should we go kinda distant even when I said I hate you in a disagreement I'm just wanting you, I know I really didn't mean it I was out of order and I'm sorry for the inconvenience But you know my stubbornness, I win against my inner feelings I was never there, give you shit you needed Never took you trick-or-treating as a kid for sweetest Never there, I wouldn't have been try and give you speeches Come provide the missing pieces of the links you needed Now I'm a changed man, so now you gotta change Cause life's too short, it's the Freud down the drain There's only 12 months in a year, 7 days in a week And 24 hours in a day, and you're running out of time Running out of space, mother's getting old and she's running out of days So why don't you go and put flowers in her hands? Before you putting flowers on a grave Because I'm a changed man, so now you gotta change Cause life's too short, just to throw it down a drain There's only 12 months in a year, 7 days in a week And 24 hours in a day, and you're running out of time Running out of space, mother's getting old and she's running out of days So why don't you go and put flowers in her hands? Before you putting flowers on a grave Cause you're running out of time, running out of space Mother's getting old and she's running out of days So why don't you go and put flowers in her hands? Before you putting flowers on the grave Cause you're running out of time Running out of space Mother's getting old and she's running out of days So why 
And here's the £10 pledges on Patreon. Aaron Ledbetter, Adam, AJ Gregson, Alex Jones, Alexis Bly, Ali Richardson, Amy, Andrew Boyle, Andy, Andy Mannix, Anthony Duran, Anthony Jollies, Anthony Wilkinson, Barney Wood, Barry Parsons, Becky Hale, Bethany Griffiths, Bunny Whitehead, Carmel, Chris Jones, Chris Townsend, Chris Watson, Kian O'Connell, Colin Pugh, Colette Hind, Curtis Charlton, Dan Lindsay, Daniel Newman, Daniel Pugh, Danny Gilligan, Dave Checkley, Dave Easton, Dean Cochran, Donna McCauley, Eleni, Emma Donnelly, Emma Green, Fiona, Frank Hughes, Frog and Bucket Comedy Club, George, Jared Keane, Graham Cashel, Graham Cashel, Graham Owens, Ian Pringle, Ian Chadwick, Jack Robert, Jack Rush, James Fuchs, Fuchs, <laughs> James Hall, James Moores. I've had a beer. Hang on, let me just have a swig. Guys, just give a sec. It was so sunny today. It was so fucking sunny today. that I was just like, oh, I've just got to have a beer. Janet Roskell. Cheers, Janet. You've been sending loads of emails recently. I really appreciate it. Jason Hopkins. Jason Reynolds. Jay Kyle. Jen Wilson. Cheers, Jen. I know Jen. She's Sam. Jennifer Ridden. Oh, my God. It's so dangerous when you've had a beer and you're doing this. <laughs> Sorry. Take it seriously. It's important. You guys are so important. Like, without you, I'm a fucking walking panic attack. Jill- <laughs> Jess Yarwood, Jill... <laughs> Why do I always get the giggle? Jill Bushel, John Parr, John Barrowcliffe, John Ryan, Johnny Armstrong. All right, I'm taking it dead seriously. Johnny Edwards, Jonathan Bagley, John- Joseph Moore, Josh. Josh Holtflusk. Every time, Josh, mate. What a name. Josh Holtflusk. Julie Smith, Kate Bilwell, Kate Hamilton, Kathleen Simon, Catherine Wells, Kira Tan, Kenny Gart. I'm going to do it in a Scouse accent just to annoy it. Khadija Mir. Keitha Gallagher, Kieran Waddell, Kieran Gibson, Casey Leonard, Lee, Lee's our right, mate. He used to sell us fucking tack. Lee Aitchison, Lee Grant, Liam, Louise Grimes, I think they're in year nine. Mark Cameron, Mark Hammond, Mark Hollenbach. <laughs> you can't do Mark Hollenbach in a scouse. Mark Hollenbach. Mark Pugh, Martin, Martin mm, Delmain. Oh, Matt, sorry, Matt Delmain. Matt, I'm not even gay, but just your surname, Matt Delmain. Matt Flannery, Matthew Reese, Bender. Max Prenti, Maxine Eyre, Megan. Don't even talk about her. You don't even know her. Why are you even talking about her? You don't even fucking know she's my BFF, Megan. Michael Woods. Mike Kivy, Mike Pugh. Okay. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it as a trained uh, Royal Shakespeare Company actor. Mike Quirk. Mike Sullivan. Muttley. Nathan Sherrox. Nick Stanard. Owen Badman. Paul McDonald. Pete Graves. Peter... I've never touched a kid, Vincent. Rachel Heron. Rachel Whiteley. Rebecca Thomas. Richard Palmer. Rob Barker. Rubel. Rob Knowles. Rob Rudge. 
Rubupton, Rubin Kerr, Russell Waring, Finn, <laughs> okay. Ryan Farrow, Sam Crove, Sam Maguire. Shout out to Sam. Thanks for the shout outs. Shout, shout, shout out, shout. <laughs> Sam Snook, Sammy Taylor, Saz Green, Scott Brettcliffe. Simon Martin, Steve Woolley, Steph Keeling, Stephen Billich, Stephen fucking Billich, Stephen Byrne, Stephen Theobald, Steve Barris, Steve Green, Stephen D. Malone, Stephen Thompson, Terry Burke, Texas Julie Bean in the motherfucking house! Cha! Oh shit, sorry, I started pressing. Sorry, sorry, Julie. Sorry. Pressing buttons. Thomas Siviter, Tom Chadwick, Tom Harris, Tom Lazarus, Tom Rowe, Tom Simpson, Tom Twistleton, Tony P, and Wes Coakley. We out in this motherfucker. Cheers, lads. Been an absolute fucking pleasure. Patreon special. See you Wednesday. Oh, you motherfucker.